Hi, I'm Roy Walkenhorst. And I'm Judy Brooks. Welcome back to Healing Quest. And now if you're just joining us, our focus is holistic wellness. That means the latest in mind-body medicine and all the good ways that, that you can stay healthy naturally. Here on Healing Quest, one big focus for us is keeping track of the scientific research that's increasingly being done on the effectiveness of new natural health options. So when new research results become available on what's called the gut-liver access, who even thought of that? Anyhow, the gut-liver access, we wanted to know more about it, which led to a call to our favorite microbiologist, Kieran Krishnan, who's joining us by phone now from his home base in Chicago. Hi, Kieran. Hi, Kieran. Hey, Roy. Hey, Judy. How are you? We're great. I'm excited to hear about this, the gut-liver access. Yeah, when I think about the liver, I think uh, probably, you know, we're talking about people who are maybe uh, over-serving themselves at the bar periodically. Mm -hmm. Am I going in the right direction there? It is, and that's that's what kind of brought the liver to limelight uh, as far as, (laughs) uh, you know, the general public's uh, concern and understanding is it used to be if you drank too much or you were alcoholic, you would end up with something called fatty liver disease, and that, that is the beginning stages of um, cirrhosis, and then it would build into cirrhosis of the liver, uh, which can then lead to any number of things. It can lead to liver cancers um, or a whole bunch of other uh, ways to die from once your <laughs> liver is cirrhotic. Now, now we're coming to understand that there's actually a bigger problem than alcoholic fatty liver disease or alcoholic cirrhosis that is far more common, and you're even seeing it in kids. Right. So imagine kids are going through liver cirrhosis early on in in early teens without ever having had a sip of alcohol. And that's called non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. Um, You know, so that is a scary thing that's happening in our society today. Is that like fast foods or what? I mean, what's what's causing that? So that comes back to this whole gut liver access. Right. So what does that mean? Anytime anything enters into your digestive system, it's, of course, processed by your digestive tract, and it's also um, processed by your microbiome, all of the trillions of organisms that are sitting around in your gut. Now, everything that ends up getting absorbed through the stomach, uh, through the intestinal lining, not the stomach lining, um, ends up in the liver through the, something called the portal vein, right? So the, the portal vein is a connection between the gut lining and the liver. And the idea there is the liver is the detox screening uh, organ of the body. So the body has designed itself in that I'm going to eat something from the outside. We don't know what's in the food, actually. So once the food goes in, your your stomach and your intestines are going to start digesting the food. Nutrients are going to get actively absorbed. There's, there's specific carriers to recognize nutrients in the food, they're gonna, those carriers are gonna go into the intestines, grab those nutrients and take them in. Then everything else that we don't really know what, what it is gets sent to the liver for the liver to deal with. Then it's the liver's job to figure out what this is and to, and to um, sequester it if it's a toxin or it's something that shouldn't be in the body and then send it back out, right? So liver is there to protect us and it's a screening tool for our digestive tract. Now, because things from the digestive tract end up in the liver, one of the things that can and does happen all the time is when you have leaky gut, all of the toxins and all that from bacteria and viruses and from the food 
leaks from the le- from the lining of the gut and ends up inundating the liver on a regular basis. And the liver end up and ends up going through too much toxicity. You know, think about it this way. Think about if you had a building and the building had leaks in it and the and the leaks were flooding the building, right? And you and then you have maintenance crews that are that are supposed to come in and remove the flooding water every day. Now, if that was trickling in um, every single day, the crew could keep up with it and keep the place clean. But if there was a flash flood of water coming into the building every single day, eventually that maintenance crew whose job it is to keep it clean would drown. (laughs) So our liver is drowning in a tsunami of toxins that are coming in, driven by leakiness in the intestine. And that drowning liver tries to protect itself by by covering itself with fat, but eventually that that destroys the liver and you end up with dysrosis. Wow! wow. I mean, I always knew the liver had a big job. But I, I would a... say that's a sobering description. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, it is. Put down that Jameson immediately. And uh, in, but in fact, you know, here's the scary thing about it. You know, we used to think, okay, if I didn't drink, if I'm not an alcoholic, my liver is in good shape. Yeah. Right, or if I wasn't unfortunate enough to get hepatitis, mm-hmm. which used to be the other known thing that hurt the liver, then I'm in I'm in good shape. But if you look at the statistics on cirrhosis of the liver, um, again, like I mentioned earlier, it's happening at much younger ages, mm-hmm. and the prevalence rate of non-alcoholic fatty liver disease and cirrhosis is far higher than alcoholic cirrhosis ever was, and it's becoming oh epidemic. If you're just joining us, I'm Judy Brooks. And I'm Roy Walkenhorst. You're listening to Healing Quest, and we're talking with microbiologist Kieran Christian about the results of new research into how the right kind of probiotic can protect our liver. So how do we protect our liver? So the best way to protect our liver is to for the gut to do its job, mm. right? So all of this is because the gut is not doing its job detoxifying, and the gut lining is not doing its job acting as a barrier. Because the gut, the microbes in your gut are supposed to play a big role in digesting and neutralizing lots of the toxins that come in so your liver doesn't have to deal with it. And then when that's not happening, and then on top of that, when your gut is leaky and stuff is allowed to leak through non-specifically, your liver is literally dealing with that tsunami. So all of this can be helped significantly by your gut microbiome being fixed. And we concluded a study on this, actually two studies on this, one in humans and one in animals, uh, one published and the other one is waiting for publication, um, that, that proves that, that proves that if you fix the gut, you're going to protect and help the liver. So you're talking about the Just Thrive spore-based probiotics? That was exactly, the yeah. The, Yep, there's, there's two studies. The first one was on our leaky gut study. So this is a human study published a couple of years ago. Um, what we showed is that the, the, the Just Thrive probiotic can stop the leakiness of the gut. I and then we that. also yeah. measure, yeah, and we also measure things like triglycerides, uh, which, is, which is the liver fat that the liver produces to protect itself. We saw as we stopped the leakiness in the gut, we saw a huge reduction in that liver fat, in the triglycerides, which, which clearly indicates that the liver is not going through the same amount of toxicity as it did before. 
Now, the other study, which we just completed, but it's not yet published, is actually a study on on animals, because they won't let us do this on humans, no matter who the human is. Um, (laughs) Because there are certainly humans we'd like to do this to. Yeah, I know a few. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And in fact, when you hear how we induce liver damage and toxicity, it's actually something most of us do, a lot of people do all the time. We use something called the acetaminophen Mm -hmm. uh, liver damage protocol. Right. So when you take acetaminophen, which is what you find in painkillers in, yeah. in OTC painkillers, when you when you take mice and you and you dose it higher than the normal dose, it actually causes measurable damage to the liver. Hmm. Right. Which we know any drug we take and whether it's a synthetic, any natural compound has to go through the liver. So if it's a synthetic chemical like an acetaminophen and you do it at high doses, it actually damages the liver significantly. So we create damage in the liver by doing very high dose, uh, toxic doses of acetaminophen to the animals. And then we feed them the probiotics or we feed them other control substances. And we look at the liver and see how much damage there was if the damage was reversed when we added in the probiotic and so on. What we found that was really fascinating was that the probiotics, taking it orally like a like an enzyme, uh, sorry, like a like a regular supplement probiotic, actually protected the animals from damage from acetaminophen toxicity, um, and that was clear in the laboratory analysis that we did, and then it was also clear in the um, in the examination of the liver itself, looking at the liver cells. So the a refined gut can not only protect the liver from leakiness of the gut and the toxins, but it also seems to protect the liver from from known toxins coming in at really high loads. We're almost out of time, but we need to emphasize the fact that, that this these results are not just from any probiotic. You guys have developed the Just Thrive, but they're spore-based, and it, it's probably worth just 30 seconds on why spore-based are so important. Yeah, because they, and, and that's a really important point, because with, when it comes to probiotics, the function of probiotics are very strain-specific. You know, you're not going to get the same function out of just anything called a probiotic. You have to be specific in what you choose. The spore-based probiotics have been shown to change the rest of the microbiome, to bring down inflammatory markers, and more importantly, produce compounds in the gut that seem to bring down inflammation in the rest of the body. And we're talking about inflammation in the liver, inflammation in the pancreas, inflammation in the brain. Um, the gut, if, if it's functioning right, has an influence on all of those organs, and the spores seem to put the gut in that kind of repair phase. I get so excited about these spore-based probiotics because I've heard so many. We've given them to a lot of people that have had a lot of success right. with you know, leaky gut and all kinds of things. That and, and going back to the way we got into this, the additional scientific evidence, so this is evidence-based. This, these are not marketing claims. Um, right. And I think that's what's so powerful about this. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we need to express our gratitude for you and your company for spending the money, making the investment to do the research because it's really important that uh, the science is there. Absolutely. You know, we've, as a company, we've initiated over two and a half million dollars worth of clinical studies this year alone, uh, which is, which is, which is an insane amount for a supplement company, right? Mm -hmm. Supplement companies, the vast majority of them don't do zero research, um, let alone that much. And that's just this year alone. So, um, you know, we're here to, to elevate the science, to, to create discoveries that are, that are genuinely going to help people. And that's our motto, our focus. I love it. 
Thank, thanks so much for the work that you do, Karen. It really is. It's really powerful. And we look forward to talking You're to welcome. you again soon because every time we do, <laughs> more great stuff we learn. This is, and, and, and we sometimes learn new words, too. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> We've been speaking with Karen Krishnan about new research on the uh, ability of probiotics, of the right kind of probiotics, spore-based probiotics, to help protect our liver as a result of the gut-liver access. So you can find out more about all these uh, new and natural health options involving probiotics at JustThriveHealth.com. That's JustThriveHealth.com. Up next, we're going to find out about a snack we've all had that, when properly prepared, is actually something of a uh, superfood. So wait until you hear what that is. And don't forget, podcasts of this and other Healing Quest shows are available at our website, HealingQuest.tv. And please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at HealingQuest. I'm Roy Walkenhorst. And I'm Judy Brooks, and you're listening to Healing Quest on iHeartRadio. Radio.